Hey, good morning, and welcome back to the Called for Freedom podcast. And, of course, diving into Judges 15 on this Friday. Now, we're going to be talking about Samson defeating the Philistines. And going to be focusing on uh, verses 14 and 15. But in this chapter, Samson, when he courted an alliance with the Philistines, did but seek an occasion against them. Now here we have a further account of the occasions he took to weaken them and to avenge not his own but Israel's quarrels upon them everything here is surprising if anything be thought incredible because impossible it must be remembered that with God nothing is impossible And it was by the Spirit of the Lord coming upon him that he was both directed and strengthened for those unusual ways of making war. From his perfidiousness of his wife and her father, he took occasion to burn their corn. From the Philistines' barbarous cruelty, to his wife and her father, he took occasion to smite them with a great slaughter. From the treachery of his countrymen, who delivered him bound to the Philistines, he took occasion to kill a thousand men, or a thousand of them, with the jawbone of an ass, or a donkey. From the distress he was then in, for want of water, God took occasion to show him favor in a seasonable supply. That's the introduction by Matthew Henry. Now after some days, at the time of the wheat harvest, Samson went to visit his wife with a young goat, and he said, I will go into my wife in the chamber, but her father would not allow him to go in. And her father said, I really thought that you utterly hated her, so I gave her to your companion. It is not her younger sister Or is not her younger sister more beautiful than she? Please take her instead. And Samson said to them, This time I shall be innocent in regard to the Philistines, when I do them harm. So Samson went and caught three hundred foxes and took torches. And he turned them tail to tail and put a torch between each of their tails. And when he had set fire to the torches, he let the foxes go into the standing grain 
of the Philistines and set fire to the stacked grain and the standing grain, as well as the olive orchards. Then the Philistines said, Who has done this? And they said, Samson, the son-in-law of the Timnite, because he has taken his wife and given her to his companion. And the Philistines came up and burned her and her father with fire. And Samson said to them, If this is what you do, I swear, I will be avenged on you, and after that I will quit. And he struck them hip and thigh with a great blow. And he went down and stayed in the cleft of the rock of Etam. Then the Philistines came up and encamped in Judah, and made a raid in Lehi. And the men of Judah said, Why have you come up against us? They said, We have come up to bind Samson, to do to him as he did to us. Then three thousand men of Judah went down to the cleft of the rock of Etam, and said to Samson, Do you not know that the Philistines are rulers over us? What then is this that you have done to us? And he said to them, As they did to me, so I have done to them. And they said to him, We have come down to bind you, that we may give you into the hands of the Philistines. And Samson said to them, Swear to me that you will not attack me yourselves. They said to him, No, we will only bind you and give you into their hands. We will surely not kill you. So they bound him with two new ropes and brought him up from the rock. When he came to Lehi, the Philistines came shouting to meet him. Then the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon him, and the ropes that were on his arms became as flax that has caught fire, and his bonds melted off his hands. And he found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, and put out his hand and took it. And with it he struck a thousand men. And Samson said, With the jawbone of a donkey heaps upon heaps. With the jawbone of a donkey I have struck down a thousand men. As soon as he had finished speaking, he threw away the jawbone out of his hand. And that place was called Ramath Lehi. And he was very thirsty. And he called upon the Lord and said, You have granted this great salvation by the hand of your servant. And shall I now die of thirst and fall into the hands of the uncircumcised? And God split open the hollow place that is at Lehi, and water came out from it. And when he drank, his spirit returned, and he revived. Therefore the name of it was called Anhakor. It is at Lehi to this day. 
And he judged Israel in the days of the Philistines, 20 years. For those who don't know, uh, and Hakor means the spring of him who calls. Just to put that out there, it's kind of a weird word. But um, let's go back to verse 14 and 15. When he came to Lehi, the Philistines came shouting against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And the ropes that were on his arms became like flax that is burned with fire. And his bonds broke loose from his hands, and he found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, reached out his hand and took it, and killed a thousand men with it. Ed Ray's commentary says here, The Philistines came against the tribe of Judah. Because Samson had taken revenge on the Philistines after they dealt treacherously with him concerning his wife. In order to avoid a battle, Judah found Samson, bound him, and delivered him to the Philistines. As Samson stood before the shouting Philistine army, bound in ropes, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. The scene that followed is worthy of the big screen. Samson's ropes broke and he came charging down the hill like a roaring lion. As he came, he saw the jawbone of a donkey, scooped it up and charged into the mass of the Philistine army, swinging the jawbone like a club with all his God-given power. The Philistines must have been tripping all over themselves because it seems that they didn't even fight back. Under the power of God, the mighty arm of this judge swung the jawbone so effectively within a short while the army scattered and a thousand men lay dead. In Judges chapter 13, verse 5 we go back it tells us that God's purpose in Samson's life was to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines even though in Judges 14 verse 4 Samson disobeyed the Lord's command by marrying a Philistine woman God still used him to move against the Philistines God used Samson in spite of his weakness and sin putting him in the center of the fight for God's people. We find God doing similar things throughout the Bible with other men. Jonah ran from God, but the Lord still brought revival to Nineveh. David committed adultery with Bathsheba, but she later bore Solomon. Peter sinned by denying the Lord, but God used that experience coupled with forgiveness to push Peter into leading the early church. He does the same with us. Even though we may have been disobedient in the past, God can still use us today. The lesson here is that God can use our disobedience to accomplish His will. But how much better would it be 
would it to be in the center of God's will. Enjoying his fellowship and working with him. You know, it doesn't matter what you've done in the past. You know, like this commentary says, God has used even sinful people like Samson to put his will out there, right? To do things for God's will. So remember that when you focus on the poison of religion and forget about the grace of God. Remember that if you're, let's say you're not a believer and you go, ah, I I don't, all you religious folks, you know, you guys think you're all perfect and everything. No. Even the sinners can do God's will. But it also comes with a price. It doesn't mean you're not going to face consequences in life. It comes with a, a high price. Again, this, the, the Bible is filled with stories of people that have done bad things. I mean, as Ed Ray put in that commentary, you know, David committed adultery. He broke one of the, I mean, King David, one of the most revered kings in the Bible. And for the Jewish people. And and he, he broke one of the commandments. And yet God still used him. There's a lot of forgiveness I mean, we have a forgiving and merciful and loving God. Remember that. Lord, Lord, we love to walk along with you, knowing what you are doing and being used by you. Please use us. In Jesus' name, amen.